I'm Wit. And I'm Kayla. And you're listening to the Making Sistery Podcast. Let's go. All right, folks, time to bust out those tinfoil hats because today we're diving into popular conspiracy theories. Just as regions across the U.S. have their own urban legends, many have controversial conspiracy theories as well. Throughout the U.S., there are people who believe the government, large organizations, or secretive companies are hiding the truth from the public. These conspiracists strive to uncover the truth behind some of the biggest news stories, from supposed fake lunar landings to the movie Frozen distracting from Walt Disney's frozen body. You won't want to miss that one, by the way. You're listening to the Making Sistery podcast, where today we'll be diving into our thoughts on some of these wild theories from across the globe. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so... I know that we have several conspiracy theories to cover today. However, we narrowed it down to our top favorite, right? Yes, we did. So you know growing up how as a child there's all these um, really exciting conspiracies that you hear about like UFOs and aliens or about, I, I mean, I don't even know, like Avril Lavigne being dead. You know, there's all sorts of different kinds of conspiracies out there. Do you remember growing up and hearing about some of those? Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so excited for this podcast. I remember 15 years ago, 10 years ago, when these were first coming to light, and I found myself like, oh man, is this real? <laughs> I know. It it really begs into question, like, there's got to be some pieces of truth to every conspiracy, right? Well, I'm not like one to like be a complete, you know, tinfoil hat type of conspiracy, but I do believe that the government is not telling us everything that we need to know. So we can't say these conspiracies are not true. <laughs> I know. And I here's the thing. I feel like I've seen this TikTok floating, <laughs> floating around. And regardless of what people's views are about like COVID or anything that's been going on in the world, you know, I just la- had to laugh so hard at this one that I saw from TikTok where it was, do you know that CapCut um, template where it shows Nicolas Cage and he's got this like disgusted look on his face <laughs> and then it like pans over to Pedro Pascal and he's smiling like a crazy person? Do you know how many TikToks I have saved because of that right there? <laughs> it's so oh good. My gosh. It's one of the best templates out there right now. And what's so funny about this is I saw one that says, you know, all of the conspiracy or people who were against the conspiracy theorists, you know, and it shows Nicolas Cage and then it shows and then conspiracy (laughs) theorists after 2020 or something like that. And it shows Pedro Pascal all smiley. And I totally resonated that. Yeah, I totally resonated with that, dude, because I am totally a tinfoil hat kind of warrior. No, dude, I find it so entertaining, you know, and the ones that I was looking up, I'm like, like you said earlier, there's some truth to some of these things. I agree. And I think one of the things that we want to uncover is, can we really put into question what do we, I mean, is it plausible? You know, yeah. are these are any of these things actually plausible <laughs> or is it like total folklore? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And at the end of every conspiracy that we're talking about, we're going to decide for ourselves, you know, and you guys can decide too. Is this true? And just a disclaimer, we're not trying to convince you guys that these conspiracy theories are true. However, there are some compelling arguments to be made. (laughs) 
Well, that's why this podcast is going to be so much fun because we're leaving it up to you to decide. You know, this is all for fun, all for entertainment. I'm not here to say, you need to believe that the government did this. No, we're just talking about it, having some fun. So I hope that you guys laugh at some of our um, conspiracies we've put together. Well, and here's the thing. The government probably did it. Big Brother's always (laughs) at fault. So, you know, whatever. All right. So with that, let's dive in. So I want to talk about Area 51 for our first part of our segment. Are you ready to dive into this? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So do you remember back, I think it was either, I think it was 2019 or 2020 or something like that, where they were doing the rush on Area 51. Do you remember that? I remember hearing about like, everyone, we're going to rush Area 51. You know, everyone come to Area 51. And I just remember so many people had like signed up. Was it a Facebook post or something that everybody had joined saying that they were going to come from all over the United States to come to Area 51 and try to rush it? Yes. And it looks like, okay, so the event was supposed to be September 17th through the 21st, 2019. Um, So we were, we were right. It was right before COVID. Yeah. I just remember hearing that and then having COVID happen and then having all these other crazy things happen. And I'm like, this is it. This is where my conspiracy brain starts coming in. This is the end of the world. This is where we stock up on tinfoil from Costco in bulk (laughs) and then start fashioning hats for everybody, right? I live not that far away from Area 51. I've always wanted to go there just for like the souvenirs. The souvenirs. Do they sell the souvenirs. souvenirs there? I feel like I've seen pictures where like there's like gas stations and stops and things like that. And they really play into like the Area 51 kind of theme. Oh, well, you know, let's talk about that then. Because there's a reason for all these little conspiracies, right? So I have some facts first. So Area 51 is a it's a Nevada test and training range facility for the military. And it was actually named according to you know, the research that I, you know, so properly <laughs> did before this podcast. With your tinfoil hat. With my tinfoil hat and my little cup full of water. Um, <laughs> it's It was actually named based on a map designation. So really what that means is they're trying to play it off as like, you know, this is a, a testing range facility and it's close mm-hmm. to other, other facilities, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So they actually nicknamed it Paradise Ranch or the Ranch to make it sound more attractive to the people that's who even were working worse. there. I know, that's even right? Worse. That's what I was thinking. That, that's even worse because it reminds me of Skinwalker Ranch. So why would you name anything Ranch? Like that just that makes me nervous. It's a very fair point. And to be honest, like if I heard that I was working at Paradise Ranch and then it was correlated with alien activity, I would not think it was so much paradise unless I was into that kind of thing, which I am. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Area 51 has been a long topic of fascination for conspiracy theorists, especially for myself. Um, and also for like paranormal enthusiasts who believe that the location and where the U.S. government stores and hides alien bodies and UFOs. So have you ever heard of the Roswell incident in New Mexico? I want to say yes, because I know that there's I've, – I've heard here and there. I've never like dived really deep into it, but I know that there's like a TV show on Netflix too about it. Yeah, they do documentaries on these things, YouTube videos on these things. I mean, Roswell is one of the most famous incidents for, you know, quote unquote, UFO conspiracies. In 1947, in Roswell, New Mexico, um, remains of a flying saucer. Uh, So like, you know, an alien spacecraft basically like supposedly crashed. Um, And the remains of that were brought to Area 51 for reverse engineering 
experiments in order to replicate the extraterrestrial spacecraft. So that's kind of where things kick off, so to speak, in this conspiracy, right? And if you watch like any of the documentaries or whatever, um, you know, there's a lot of compelling arguments to be made. However, the government talks about this and they also had some like declassified files and things like that, basically saying that it was a um, classified military equipment, basically. So they tried not to say like UFO. They're trying to like hide it. Yes, totally. So here's the timeline of events, you know, and it skips around a lot. There's a lot more that has happened, but this is kind of the basis of the conspiracy. So April 12th, 1955, CIA officer Richard Bissell, who's overseeing the development of the U-2 plane, first sees the site that would become known as Area 51 while on an aerial scouting mission. Um, Bissell, along with three others, including Colonel Osmond Ritland and Kelly Johnson, um, agree that the area would make an ideal site for testing the U-2 training pilot. So have you ever seen pictures of the U-2 um, bomber? I don't think I have. This is why like, you're in charge of the Area 51. This is totally up your alley with your tinfoil hat and your little glass of water so you can educate all of us on <laughs> all of these amazing instances. My little glass of water. I do not know why I said that, but it's totally sticking now. But if you look up pictures of the YouTube bomber, it looks... Okay, so if it's 1955 and you see a aircraft that looks like that then you might think it might look kind of space alien-y type as well. I mean, it looks like an aircraft, but if one were to crash and it was all jacked up, it would look like a alien spacecraft. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a little bit. So 1989, there is a reporter by the name of George Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. He interviews Bob Lazar. And Bob Lazar, he exposes details about Area 51. Um, and, and Bob Lazar claims to be working with physicists trying to back engineer a downed alien spacecraft. And so the interview generates a lot of public interest in the base. And that's, I mean, these couple of things. So Roswell, New Mexico, you know, and taking the remains of that to Area 51. And then Bob Lazar's interview have just like sparked this whole conspiracy theory of Area 51 being a site where... Um, They take all of the UFOs and alien space technology. So that's a little bit about the background of it. Okay. I love that you brought up Bob Lazar because I feel so bad for this dude. You know, he, there's a whole documentary on him. I can't remember if it's on Netflix or if it's on Amazon Prime or one of those. um, I think it's on Netflix. Is it Netflix? Yeah. But there's a documentary. Yeah. There's a documentary about. Um, his whole experience with everything because they they destroyed his life. The government did. After he came out and like spilled all these details, they destroyed his life. And then back in 2020, do you remember how the Department of Defense came out saying like pretty much admitting like, yeah, we have unidentified flying objects? Yep. And it's it. Okay. So that's where I'm saying there's bits and pieces of truth to all of these little conspiracy theories, right? Because mm-hmm. then things come out like years later. And I'm talking, I mean, if that was 1989 and that was 2020, how many years is that? That's like 30, that's like 33 years Mm -hmm. from the time that happened to then, you know, information coming out saying, oh yeah, like we do this. You know what I mean? They destroyed, they destroyed this poor guy's life for coming out and trying to like spread the news and whatever. But then they're like, oh yeah, hey, we do have this. And I was going to say, if Bob Lazar listens to this, I I don't even know if he's alive, but if he is listening to this, we are on your side, dude. That was, that was wrong. We got you. (laughs) We got you. Making Sistery Podcast got your back. 
That would be so cool to have him on here. (laughs) That'd be amazing to get his side. Okay, so those are kind of like, and I know I'm missing a lot of details. So people who listen to this, they're probably like, okay, she's missed a ton. But those are some of like the main, um, what do you want to call it? Like amplifiers of this conspiracy theory that Area 51 Mm -hmm. takes on all of this alien technology, right? So I want to... I want to focus here really quick and say ever since like the 50s, there have been multiple reportings of UFO sightings, like multiple Mm -hmm. out there. I'd like to believe that there's stuff out there. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. What do you think is out there? I'd like to believe that there are. I think it's interesting. Um, Are they aggressive as some people say, or do they probe you? Probably not. (laughs) You never know, dude. I mean, if they're hostile, they might probe you. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're here to to play devil's advocate to each other, too. So I'd like to believe that there are other things out there. Um, Are they little green dudes? Probably not. But they also could be. Tell me about one of your conspiracy theories. Because, I I mean, I could talk about Area 51 all day, but we all know that's a very popular one, right? And so, I mean, people can decide for themselves. There's lots of evidence to support it, and there's lots of evidence to detract from it. Well, also, there's a lot of movies and documentaries and things like that. And I know whenever I hear Area 51, I think aliens. It is what it is. I think of that guy from Ancient Aliens that's got like the the hair that looks like he's got static electricity going on. And he looks (laughs) at the camera and he goes, aliens. (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) And I hope people know who I'm talking about. If not, Google right now, Ancient Aliens. And then I don't even know what his name is. Dang it. But type in Ancient Aliens and then in quotes put aliens and then see what pops up and that guy will pop up with his pokey hair oh my gosh okay i'm googling this after but you asked me what's one of my conspiracy theories yes i am so excited i'm so excited to talk about these because i think they're so interesting because i'm sure people have heard some of these things but um to do some research on it was really fascinating so the first one that i'm going to talk about is how a lot of people believe that we are living in a simulation we're living in the matrix Ooh, yes, this is a good one. Yes. And so I was like, okay, why do people think this way? You know, because I've heard this before. Um, I saw this video once where Elon Musk was talking, you know, in front of a lot of people. And he was asked the question, like, do you think that we are in a simulation? And his quote was, there's a billion to one chance we are living in a base reality. And I, I was like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? And so I looked up some more information on that. Um, someone by the name Zoran Davudi, sorry if I totally butchered that, he believes that cosmic rays, the most energetic particles known to man, would appear as pixel-like chunks if we were within a simulation, and unending beams if we were in a base reality. And so he's talking about how it may be easier to prove that we are living in a simulation than to prove we're not living in a simulation. So that's pretty much what he's saying. Isn't that crazy? I don't even understand that. I know, like these big scientists, this nuclear physicist said that it was more um, possible to say we are in a simulation than we are not. Like there's more information. And so I was like, okay, we need to like dive a little deeper. I started to go down this little rabbit hole here. And I started looking up like, why do people believe in, you know, this matrix theory? And have you ever heard of something called the Mandela effect? Oh, yes. I think that is also a very popular thing on TikTok. It's called the Mandela effect, right? 
Yeah. So it's called the Mandela effect and um, it's named after Nelson Mandela, you know, who was a very influential person. And I was like, okay, I should have put two and two together, but I didn't. I'm like, that makes sense that, you know, he's named after it, but why? And so I looked it up and some people apparently remember watching Nelson Mandela's death in 1980, even though he actually died in 2013. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? That is so weird. Yeah, like a ton of people have come out saying that they remember watching it broadcasted on TV in 1980, even though he died in 2013. That is crazy to me. Yeah. And so the Mandela effect is apparently proof that whoever is in charge of the world simulation is changing the past. Or that some people argue, too, that it could be evidence of parallel universes. And some people have just crossed universes. This is where my mind goes, right? And totally blows up. Think about it. The alternate reality crap, right? Like, this is not just an uncommon thing that people talk about. People talk about this quite frequently. Yeah, they talk about it a lot. And what's crazy is Elon Musk is one of the smartest people in the world, right? And he says this other quote that I found too, that it says, if you assume any rate of improvement at all, games will eventually be indistinguishable from reality. So he's talking about like AI or he's talking about um, like video games or uh, virtual reality. And so he says, we're most likely in a simulation. Yeah. Elon Musk. I love the (laughs) dude, but man, sometimes I have a hard time getting on board. Like, you know, it's not just that comment, but also the the cyber truck. I think that thing's ugly as crap. Oh my gosh. I and then him naming his kid like XYZ something one, two, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. (laughs) You know what? It makes him it makes him who he is. It's his charm. He's only the richest person on the planet for a reason. Sponsor us. But anyway, so coming back to this Mandela effect, you know, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about that. You know, I've seen a bunch of challenges all over saying like, do you remember it being um, the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears or like, you know, different uh, brands and logos and things like that where you grow up thinking that it's one thing, but it's actually the other. Yes, totally, totally agree. Yeah. And then there's other things too where like people have uh, posted pictures of like glitches in the in the simulation. Have you seen pictures of people like that too? I think I've seen one about Chick-fil-A where like all of us thought it was Chick-fil-A and then there were some people that <laughs> like call it Chick-fil-A, you know? So there's something about that. Yeah, there's that. And then there's like names of cereal that people believe um, were spelled a certain way that aren't. Or do you remember that um, that instance? I can't remember if it was like, you know, 10 years ago where that blue dress came out and people were calling it gold and others were saying yes. it was blue. Yep. Yep. I remember that. That was a very popular one. Yeah. So it's like all of these things in our in our lives in this world that people believe is part of the matrix and whoever is in charge is changing the past and changing things. So we remember certain things growing up, but something's changed. So, okay. So tell me then, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a bunch of hooey. <laughs> you really do? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see this possible. I mean, watch me stand corrected when I die and I wake up and take off my headphones and virtual reality. <laughs> but- <laughs> I was going to say, or wait till you die and you wake up in another universe. 
Oh gosh. See, this is too much for my brain to handle. Like part of me is just like, I just would rather live in ignorance with this kind of stuff. Cause I feel like it's so complex and there's so much um, details and people who believe in all sorts of different things, which is great. I think that's amazing. It makes everybody human, you know, to question things and to ask things. But for me, I find it kind of hard to believe. Um, but it does freak me out when one of like the most smart people in the world, you know, says we're likely in a simulation. I'm like, oh, well, great. Well, and here's the thing. While Kayla lives with her head in the sand, the rest of us, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, tinfoil hat. <laughs> We've got somebody who lives in the sand with her head in the sand and then a, a person who wears tinfoil hats on a regular. So it's totally fine. Welcome to making history. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our family. We're a good time. We're a very good time. Well, you know what, dude? I think you're right. I mean, a lot of that stuff is like way over my head too and complex. But one of the things that gets me about that theory is they claim that when you dream, that when you're in when you're in REM sleep, that's basically you're seeing into alternative realities or alternate realities. Wow. So, I mean, there's that. There's the Mandela effect. There's, you know, these scientists and these nuclear physicists saying that it's easier to prove that we are living in a simulation than to prove that we're not. You know, these are nuclear physicists. And then, you know, also Elon Musk and all of his quotes. Yeah, so take the information for what it is. If you want to go look up more, go do it, guys. Go be you. Go explore and question whatever you want to question because that's how you learn. That's how you develop your own opinion. But we're going to move on to the next one. Whitney, what you got for us? So my next conspiracy theory, obviously, to continue with the Area 51 theme, the lunar landing conspiracy theory is the is the next one that I'm going to be talking about. Have you heard of that one? I have. And I yes, have opinions this on one's this one. popular. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that. So I'm going <laughs> to give a little bit of the background and then let's talk about it. How about that? Sounds great. So the moon landing conspiracy theories claim that some or all of the elements of the Apollo program and the associated moon landings were hoaxes staged by NASA. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is so funny. I can't, you know, in doing this research, I just kind of had to shake my head on some of these. But um, <laughs> the most notable claim is that six crude landings between 1969 and 1972 were faked and that 12 Apollo astronauts actually did not walk on the moon. So basically, um, you know, they're claiming that all of that was completely staged. So to kind of dive into the facts a little bit more, um, there was an early influential book about the subject of the moon landing conspiracy. It's called Never Went to the Moon, America's <laughs> $30 billion swindle. And it was self-published in 1976 by Bill Casey. Have you heard of that? No, but that's awesome. So, Good for that, dude. Yeah, he basically single-handedly started this whole conspiracy. So basically, <laughs> the book claims that the chance of a successful crude landing on the moon was calculated to be 0.0017%, and that despite close monitoring by the USSR, it would have been easier for NASA to fake the moon landings than to actually really go there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but here it gets a little bit more interesting. In 1980, the Flat Earth Society accused oh NASA of faking the landings and arguing that they were staged by Hollywood with Walt Disney sponsorship. So, oh. you know, the book comes out, the book comes out, and then the Flat Earthers come out. <laughs> I 
love the flat earthers. Me too. And that actually, there's some pretty compelling things on that conspiracy theory. But anyway, that's I digress for a different time. But the conspiracists have focused on perceived gaps or inconsistencies in the historical record of the missions, meaning, you know, they're they're focusing all of their evidence on basically the lack of consistency with like photos and videos and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, to be more specific, they focus heavily on NASA photos. And I don't know whoever has seen New Girl, but I at least quote New Girl um, once an episode on this podcast. <laughs> yes. And Nick Miller goes, you know, they talk about the the moon landing and he goes, the shadows were off. The shadows were off. He's not wrong. Like there are a lot of inconsistencies with the photos. So in some photos, the crosshairs appeared to be behind objects. The cameras were fitted with some sort of plate that make it impossible for photographed objects to appear in front of the grid. So conspiracists often use this as evidence to suggest that the objects were pasted over the photographs, they basically obscure that plate. So I don't understand all the technical jargon there, but basically they're saying the photos are hoaxed. And then, um, you know, they claim that there are no stars in any of the photos. So the Apollo 11 astronauts also stated in the post-mission press conference that they did not remember seeing any stars during the EVA, which is um, extravehicular activity. Mm -hmm. So that's when they go out of the spacecraft and they float around, right? That's so interesting. Um, Yeah. So there's like all these inconsistencies. So like the angle and the color of the shadows are inconsistent. Again, Nick Miller, the shadows are off. The shadows are off. This suggests that artificial lights were used. (laughs) Um, So there's that. And then there are identical backgrounds and photos. Um, According to the captions, you know, which were taken miles apart. And this suggests that a painted background was used. You know what my favorite one was, though? What? Okay. There's the theory that there's no wind in space. How is the flag looking like it's moving? Yeah, I mean, that is a big one. That is an absolute big one. I I think this is a pretty interesting one. Now, I do believe that we did go to the moon. However, I do think it's interesting because, one, why haven't we gone back to the moon since? That's mm-hmm. a big question that I have. If we were so technologically advanced, why have we not gone back there in however many years, right? So there's the first thing. That's a really good question. The second thing, and I get people throughout there all the time saying, you know, it costs billions of dollars to send people into space and to the moon, blah, blah, blah. But I really feel like we would have already done it again, right? Well, especially with how far we've advanced in technology as well. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know that NASA's got the Artemis missions. They're going to the moon. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the first mission is just going to orbit and come back, I believe. You know, the second mission is a little bit more advanced. The third mission, they're landing on the moon. So if they had all of these different missions planned out, and it's a very difficult process to get people back, then how did we do this back in the day? Exactly. With not as far developed technology. Yeah. I mean, that was the late 60s, early 70s. There's inconsistencies there that make me question there might be some validity, right? Well, part of me too is like, we don't know everything that's going on, right? Like our government, it doesn't tell us everything that's going on, right? So how much is true? How much is made up? How much is, you know, a cover? How come we haven't gone to the moon since? You know, is there a good reason behind it? Or, you know, are they hiding something? (laughs) These are why conspiracy theories exist, right? So the last part about the photos that I want to share, and I thought this was very interesting. 
But the photos, some of the photos contain artifacts, um, like two seemingly matching C's, the letter C, on a rock and on the ground. So the C, basically they're saying they found this letter C and it's the same shape, same look, everything about it looks completely identical. And they're saying that these may have been labeled studio props. Oh, no. And so, I mean... Look, I don't know. I I think that when it comes to the photos, maybe, maybe we really did go to the moon, but the pictures were horrible, so then they needed to recreate it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, that's the um, lunar landing conspiracy theory. Again, there's some really good points, and there's also some things where it's like, oh, it's a little far-fetched. But regardless, again, believe what you want. There are some compelling arguments either way. So we're not trying to convince you this way or that. You go find out for yourself what you believe. But we're moving on to the last conspiracy theory. That has to be one of my favorite that we're talking about right now. Hence, I was really hoping we would. Yeah, I was really hoping we'd get to this. This one is my favorite because you've already mentioned Disney. I'm sure a lot of people have heard that there's this conspiracy theory that Walt Disney froze his dead body and hit it somewhere in the Disneyland park, in the Disney park. And I've heard of that, and I've laughed at that. And there's even like, I mean, um, Family Guy teases on that. And it kind of like came from this um, theory that he was really into technology, into ways that he could preserve his body for a time where technology was advanced enough to bring him back. And so Disney, the company, created this very famous kids movie, which I don't know if anyone's heard of. It's called Frozen. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) It's called Frozen. And I'm sure every parent and non-parent, everyone, you've all heard of Frozen. So Disney, there's this theory, this conspiracy theory that Disney created this kids movie, Frozen, to distract people from the theory that Walt Disney froze his dead body and hid it somewhere in the park. Oh, my gosh. I've heard before, even the Frozen, you know, Frozen movie, that he supposedly froze his body and hid it somewhere in the park. And some people even said, it's just his head that they froze. It's just, you know, and all this crazy stuff. And to be fair, the family has come out and said that this is not true. Like, no. But it's kind of interesting to think about, which is why we're here talking about these interesting, crazy ideas. So the movie Frozen was created, um, supposedly it was supposed to be named the Snow Queen, but the Walt Disney Company named it Frozen as a way to hack Google's search algorithm and distract people from looking up information about the late Walt Disney's frozen death. What? Okay, first of all, people will tell you anything they want you to believe. So if the family says that's not true, guarantee it's (laughs) probably true. But that is diabolical. Isn't that crazy? And I, I had to think about it. I feel like there, like we said before, there's truth in everything, right? Could have Walt Disney froze his body. Let's look it up. You know, Walt Disney died back in December 15th, 1966. So that was, you know, a good, what, 70 years ago? Oh, 60 easily. years yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. That was before a lot of the technology that we have today. So he was already you know, from this theory's point of view, thinking in advance with chirogenics technology because he wanted to be brought back. But I thought it was so interesting that these um, theorists, these conspiracy theorists took it a step further and went into a kid's movie for this. I just think it's crazy. You know, I think it's a very interesting and out there idea to take um, a kid's movie. But then again, 
there are some hidden messages in every Disney movie. Have you noticed that? Oh my gosh, there's we could do a whole episode on the subliminal messages that you see in Disney. Like Disney hides things in their movies and kids just kind of miss it, right? But going back with my kids now watching certain things, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, there have been so many movies that I've watched as an adult and I'm like, holy shit, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they're getting even sneakier and sneakier putting like adult content into these kids' movies. You know what? And sometimes I'm like, are they really trying to hide it? Exactly. But anyways, no, going from this theory of Walt Disney freezing himself with cryogenics technology to creating this Disney movie Frozen because apparently when Frozen was being created, people hear Frozen, they hear Disney, they think, oh my gosh, Walt Disney froze himself. I remember this. And they start Googling it, Googling it. It was supposed to be named the Snow Queen, but then they changed it to Frozen. When people would look it up saying Disney Frozen, it would never pull up any of the conspiracy theories on him freezing his body. It would always pull up the kids' movie. That seems just as crazy. Like, It seems crazy, but it's crazy enough to be true. Right now, they're reintroducing new species of of mammals into our environment like a mammoth, a woolly mammoth, because the DNA was frozen for so long and they were able to take that DNA and, and modify it and create, you know, new species that used to be around. So not new, but recreate extinct species. So if they can do all of that, they can for sure, for sure, if you have billions of dollars like Disney does, mm-hmm. you could do something like this easily. I would hope oh. to believe that all of you guys are, are good people, which I'm sure most of you are. But you're hiding some stuff, guys, and we're trying to understand that hidden stuff. And here's the thing. Again, there's bits and pieces of truth to all this crap, right? Like Totally. There's inconsistencies all over the place. And so, you know what? That one, Kayla, that one about Frozen could just be crazy enough to be true in my mind. And my tinfoil hat is locked and loaded right now. (laughs) And my head is deep in the sand, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like taking it guns a blazing and you're like, what's happening? Just tell me when it's over. Just tell me when it's over. Well, dude, I think that this has been a really interesting point of conversation and it has been so fun to be researching this and talking about it with you. Well, I love when we can talk about, you know, these types of conversations and these types of beliefs, you know, and I hope that all of you guys enjoyed us talking about it and hearing our sides and what we believe and what we think could just be batshit crazy. So we hope you have enjoyed and it's all true. All right, you guys, with my head in the sand and Whitney's tinfoil hat in the stars we hope you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to find out what you believe see you next time adios